manipulating people to turn them into something that they're not. I didn't turn you into anything, Danny boy. I only brought out what was already inside. Ah, that's bullshit. You tortured me. <laughs> Please. You were a hothead. All I had to do was wind you up and get out of the way. Damn. Welcome to Cobra Kai. Doesn't matter if you're a loser or a nerd or a freak. All that matters is that you become badass. Welcome to Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast, hosted by AC Cristales and Jose Barron. We're the podcast show that breaks down and shares insight gained from the hit Netflix series Cobra Kai. Are you ready? Then fall in. Welcome to Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast. Monty, what's up, baby? Hey, man. Doing good. Glad to be back. Uh, we're going back to back, being consistent. Thank you for being uh, flexible on Monday, man. I was, uh, I know we had scheduled time to record, but man, I was severely jet lagged. It's all good, brother. You were, you, were, you were in London, baby. Yeah, Tell us about man. that, man. Did you run into any Cobra Kai fans out there, man? Actually, I, I I didn't, man. But you know what? I I didn't wear my gear. Maybe if I would have worn some of my gear that I have, uh, I might have had some conversations or some run-ins. But um, but I did meet some uh, fellow, you know, supporters from Denmark who were pretty cool. They even bought me some beers. So oh, nice, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, it How was a great beers? trip. They were all right, man. Yeah. You know what? I didn't get a chance to try all the. Um, breweries that i wanted to um what happens is i got delayed uh getting there yeah so that just threw off my entire schedule man <laughs> you know what i mean i had a plan go here go here go here but when you get delayed and you arrive at a later time there was just not enough time in the day man there's time no, is hey, money there's never enough time we don't have much there's time enough, <laughs> don't have much time baby like me <laughs> overall it was a great trip man you know i I got to experience something I've been looking forward to for at least 17 years, man. And I finally made it happen. So bucket list check, baby. <laughs> hey, that's good, brother. I mean, that's what it's about, you know, making those making those moves, man. You know, living out, whether it's dream, you know, living out your goals, man. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad you did that, brother. So for sure, man, definitely going to get um, be flexible, brother. I mean, obviously you're flexible with me and. And with, with regards to, you know, we took this two-month hiatus, you know, partly because of me, man. But, hey, we're back, man. And so glad that you're back. Glad that you made it home safe. And here we go, man. Going to talk about episode six from Cobra Kai season four. It's entitled Kicks Get Chicks. All right. And the synopsis goes like this. A major change to the upcoming tournament sends Johnny scrambling to find a new recruit for Eagle Fang. Tori must ask for a favor of the LaRussos. Now, before we get into our categories, let's start the way we started um, this season, right? We started talking about three things we like, three things we dislike. So go ahead and start us off, Monty. Three things that you like from this episode. Keep it quick and simple. And then, again, we'll go in depth as we talk about other scenes that we enjoyed. Absolutely. Three things I liked. Challenges bring opportunities. Diversity and inclusion. And my personal favorite. Danny boy. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I was like how you, uh, you're, you know, you're like my yin to my yang or whatever, brother, whatever, however that saying goes, man. So, you know, you, you get very, I love the themes that you bring out. So this is what I like. Girls, 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 
<laughs> I like Daryl, dude. I don't know. I, I like Daryl. You know, we'll talk about Daryl here in a second. Mm -hmm. And then I like Johnny's recruitment. So Johnny's recruitment, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Three things that you dislike. Oh yeah, I have I have three things, man. <clears throat> no lines for homeless land, Miss Susan Gallagher. <laughs> That's that cool. is, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't like that at all. She needs some dialogue. <laughs> okay. Robbie got on my nerves this episode, man. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, and um, I felt the committee scene was uh, maybe a little overhyped. Yes, sir. But... Yes, sir. Okay, I'm with you there. Yes, sir. Okay. My bad, man. Didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I'm with you, man. Definitely seemed yeah. overhyped, and I, I think we'll talk about it. I don't know if that's one of our favorite scenes, but I think we have to talk about it because it kind of sets up yeah. everything with, with this episode. So uh, I'm going to just piggyback and take what you just said right there with the committee scene, you know, just being a little bit overhyped. And then I'm going to say this episode just seemed like it was all over the place. So there wasn't exactly yeah. things that I could pinpoint. And what I mean by all over the place, I think that they were trying to give too many stories story dialogue to different characters you know so it went from tori to sam to you know johnny miguel and, and it was just it just seemed all over the place for me and then oh yeah dimitri with dimitri with Hot, you know just yeah so i don't know but so it just seemed like it was they were trying to fit in so much into like 30 minutes to me so i don't think that it was really fleshed out well but we'll, we'll talk about that and especially when we get to the category at the end back to the writer's room but Go ahead, man. I mean, did you have, I'm going to ask this question. Did you have the first scene as one of the scenes that stood out or do you just want to talk about it because it's going to set it up? Cause I didn't, but there's some things that I liked about it, but it wasn't like, Oh, it's a badass scene. Um, actually I was going to change it up this time. And okay. I normally, I normally do do the opening scene, but yeah, this one I wasn't too like thrilled with. So, um, but yeah, we can definitely yeah, let's talk just, about let's it. Let's just talk about it because it kind of, not kind of, like I said, you know, it does, you know, set up the whole, the whole premise, you know, of this episode, man, kicks get chicks. So, uh, I'm just going to talk about and, and feel free to add after I finish. I just said, you know, I like, I like the blue mats. Uh, again, Daryl, Daryl stood out to me and he said the blue mats, right. Led to a surge in attendance. I like seeing Xander beating up Aisha in the, in the little clip. Yeah. In the little clip. Yes. <laughs> so it's good to see Xander from uh what is that? Season one. Season uh, one, yep. And then this, and this, I guess, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then, yeah, well, I did text you that I, that I liked the, what was the lady's name? Did she even have a name? Uh, Sue. I think her, her name, name is Sue. Sue. Yeah. So Sue's, Sue's uh, pretty hot. So whoever plays Sue, is. I don't, I don't know what her attractive. name is. Yeah, but she's, yeah. She's I think married. it's Carrie Ann something, Carrie Ann Marie or something oh, like that. What, what, Carrie Ann Marie? Hey, <laughs> you're pretty hot. Anyways, um, yeah, dude. So this is my question. You know, and I think I called it. Remember when we made our predictions for for what was going to happen in season four? Because, again, you know, that was, you know, this whole, oh, my gosh, this is going to change. Right. The tournament, the All Valley, you know, in the in the trailer for season four, we were like, OK, what's it going to be? And I was like, uh, I think they're just going to do a bracket for girls. And so kind of called it, you know, I mean, yeah. I was half right. You know, the whole thing was they're going to have a bracket for girls and now they're going to have a skills competition. So but here's my question to you. How the heck did that really revolutionize the tournament? It didn't, to it be didn't, honest. Right? I mean, it just um, it made it more flashy, I guess you could say, if that's like an accurate assessment. Because um, yeah, I, I wrote that down because I think it was what's his name, Ron. Yeah, I think Ron is the like 
the head committee guy and he's like time to step into the future i'm like okay and that this proposal will revolutionize the tournament it i mean it just it changed it up yeah but i i, I wouldn't go that far as to use the term revolutionize exactly you know what i mean yeah to me it's like the separate girls division that's not revolutionary that's just something that needed to be done you know if Correct. you have girls that that are interested in, in karate and martial arts and then it'd be smart you know to do that to just add it you know to have a bracket for them you know they can have their own you know champion and whatnot so that wasn't very revolutionary to me uh the skills competition was was pretty good and, and i'll ask you a question about yeah. that here in a second but what do you think what do you think Okay, and I guess it's kind of to the writer's room, but not really. This is just more having to do with the All-Valley. What do you think would have revolutionized the tournament? I, got, I have a suggestion, but I want to hear what you got, what you have to say. <laughs> uh, I think, well, if I say it, I think it might coincide with done differently. Okay, so you want to wait so, for it? Yeah, so I may have to wait on that one because my answer, I do have a suggestion as to have okay. done differently okay. if, if I would have gone to the writer's room. And I think it will kind of be parallel to answer your question. Okay, <laughs> so sounds I, good. Okay, we'll just say it for the end, but I'm going to answer it um, because, you know, I'm just, I'm just stupid like this and, and, and think, you know, <laughs> all, all over the place and not stupid in a mean way. Uh, how about this? How about if they would have had a final match like the one in Kickboxer or Tung Po? Natsukao, baby. So that the final match, bro, in the All Valley, they had to get they had to get uh their gloves with glass on there, and they had to fight like that. I mean, that's Thai style, that, baby. Yeah, that's too over the top. But that to me is revolutionized. You do something, you know, off the wall and crazy, man. So yeah. again, I don't think it was very revolution, you know, revolutionary. But uh, and then this, like you said, I'm glad that you said this. That was overhyped. God help us all. Why? God help us all. Why? It was exactly. yeah, not not good. Yes, sir. And just just the last thing, man. You know what? As kind of confusing as confusing as this scene may have been, I will give credit to the writers to the big three because in the trailer and watching it in real time, the suspense and misdirection kind of did pique my curiosity, if that makes sense. When we were watching it in yeah. real time. You know what I mean? Before we actually found out what it actually was. Yeah, I mean, but I think it was one of those things where it's so hyped up, it lets you down when you finally, you finally, you know, learn what it is. True Again, that. I yes. mean, what, and, and, and that's, and I started thinking about this and I don't want to jump ahead to episode, I don't know, it's either nine or 10, but where they talked about having a star and they did have a star come in. Did you hear that? I didn't catch it the first time. Yeah. Now, but then now that we're watching it, you know, more in depth. You know, like, well, what if we have a star or I have a connection with somebody that knows somebody from the media? And uh, that's kind of one of my gripes in future episodes and one of the future episodes that we're going to talk about. And I know that it was a gripe for from some of the people, you know, how you get on just yeah. different message boards or whatever, Facebook posts and people talk about why do they have this? But again, I, I think they I don't know, maybe it's the Netflix. You know, somebody said that, too. And, and again, I don't get that you know in depth with stuff like that but it was a netflix netflix telling them they have to do this or whatever but i don't know I it, it was that. it was a it was a letdown for me again not revolutionary you know you want to have a, a separate girls division that's fine but again that's just something that needed to be done uh maybe the skills competition maybe if they would have played up the skills competition a little bit more um maybe that would have been good maybe like yeah. um i don't know like uh what was it uh uh the death touch was death touch 
Demac. Uh, Maybe they did a Demac. Yeah. <laughs> Something that, like that. There's that Bloodsport thing again, baby. Bloodsport yeah. kickboxer, man. I'm bringing all these martial arts references. All right, brother. So here we go. We talked about that. We got that out of the way. Again, that set up the whole premise, right? Uh, and now here we go. Take us to your first favorite scene. The first one I'm going to go to is I called it the dojo reactions. So after the new rules have been basically communicated to the all three dojos, um, <clears throat> two of the dojos basically having complete teams. And the ones I'm talking about are Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang. Miyagi-Do needs a male competitor because apparently the current males on the team are not are Rudy's, yeah. according to Dimitri. Is that what he said? Rudy's? <laughs> Rudy's, yeah. All right. Like, and, um, and of course, Eagle Fang has no female competitor. Yeah. So Daniel takes an approach. He seems optimistic. You know, uh, he's like, you know, this will be kind of, what did he say? Something like, this will be the best thing. We can look back and this could be the best, best thing, thing that ever happened, 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 yeah. happened to us. While Johnny, on the other hand, but that. it, well, well, actually, before I get to Johnny, yeah. Um, Deep down, Daniel kind of wishes he had Robbie still on on his team or in Miyagi Do. I just got that impression. Oh, really? What gave yeah. you that? Yeah, um, because just the look he gave, kind of when uh, he was talking to you know the students, and um, he just didn't want to show it. But I think I read his nonverbal language okay. somehow. Yeah. And then, of course, Johnny's in full panic mode, man. <laughs> yeah, he's badass. <laughs> he, he said, "Of course, Johnny being." Johnny, he says kata is in karate. It's dancing, and the women's division they should uh, they need to man up and take a punch like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> so he will panic mode. Cobra Kai, on the other hand, perfect. First Larusso and Johnny Lawrence split. Now this, mana from heaven, baby. And neither one of them have the fighters to compete in both divisions. We're gonna win this tournament before it even starts. Where would you like this, Mister Silver? What's all this? Top-of-the-line gear to go with our new state-of-the-art equipment. These kids need to see we settle for nothing but the best. <laughs> now is the time to show our strength and reinforce. May I? Silver saying we're going to win this tournament before it even started, you know. And um, they're already saying how they're going to, like, their future plan to promote the dojo and all this good stuff. But... Um, this particular scene kind of is what uh, inspired me to write the challenges bring opportunity and not just this scene, but just kind of, you know, some personal things going on in my life as well. It's kind of, kind of been my impromptu mantra, you know, challenges bring opportunities because basically Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang have challenges right now at this point in the episode. Okay, man. I like that, dude. I like how you looked at that and you took that. Um, definitely. I love the, you know, just the reaction from Johnny, obviously Johnny brings the comedy. So, uh, and if you know any girls, of course you don't, you know, so he's asking his Eagle Fang, you know, boys, if they know any girls and then Bert, Bert knew a girl, right? So, uh, the, she's on the, the debate team. He's like, we need killers, Bert, not no nerds, not man. Nerds. So yeah, I love that, man. And then, um, did you notice this part, man? You know, Miguel was still wanting Johnny and Daniel to work it out. And yes, Johnny's I not did. hearing it, you know, cause Miguel was like, Hey, what if we just get Sam? What if you talk to Mr. LaRusso? And Johnny, Johnny's not having it, man. Nope. So love that part with Miguel again, trying to, you know, play the peacemaker in a sense, man. So, but yeah, I love it, man. You know, challenges bring forth opportunities. It's definitely true. So how are you going to, uh, how are you going to react right now? It's the thing of how do I react to this news that we got? 
And so, as you said, though, you know, Cobra Kai, they're on a high, you know. In fact, you know, Silver said, it's manna from heaven, baby. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. And then, obviously, Silver, you know, again, he's got a plan, man. You know, he's got, he gets all, obviously, you know, he's wealthy. So, he gets all this new gear, champion gear, right? We settle for nothing but the best. He's got, he's like, I want our logos on billboards, t-shirts, right? Silver, man, a master marketer, which, which, right here, you know, now that we know what comes later in the episode, he was smart. The marketing piece, the business side yep. of it. It's business, right? So yeah, yep. definitely love to see their reactions to it. And there we go. All right. So me, where am I gonna take it? I'm just gonna point this out just real quick. So obviously we see Tori talking to her aunt outside of Cobra Kai, but not really gonna spend that much time there. And if you got have something to say with that, feel free to say it. But I just like this, you know, where she showed her quick temper and maybe I'm going off the wall. I don't know. Maybe I'm going off the wall, but like your daddy and i just put this for some reason could mike barnes be her daddy or am i too crazy all right you're, you're holding your finger up so, so what do you have to say about that i had that scene just for that line okay. specifically um yeah <laughs> mike, you know mike barnes that's that's where my mind went to right away when she said you know because uh, number one, Aunt Candace is being kind of disrespectful very. to us, uh, very disrespectful, saying when she kicks the bucket, and of course, Tori gets mad. But it's that dialogue that you just mentioned that stood out for me in this scene. And I, I didn't catch it in real time. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch it in real time. I caught it when we were, or when I was studying for this episode. Yeah. And, you know, she, uh, Aunt Candace tells Tori, you're quick tempered, just like your father. My mind went straight to Mike Barnes, okay. like a tease, like a tease. Yeah, me but, and you, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're on the same page yes, there. But I heard this on Twitter because I'm not going to take credit for it yeah. because somebody else thought it. This was another theory or possibility that could be her father. Do you want to take a guess or you want me to tell you? This tell me. Now, no, you know what? Let me guess. So you can okay, tell, take so a you, guess. So you can be like, nah, man, that sucks. Uh, snake. No. <laughs> snake. Pizza snake. <laughs> Who, bro? Dutch. Ah, Dutch, my dog. Dutch, Dutch yeah. Because remember in the storyline. Cobra Kai, except, you know, besides uh, Johnny Lawrence. Oh, Dutch. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just saying, because, again, not my own. Oh, in the storylines, because he's in jail. So when he comes he's in back. Jail. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. so it's not my original thought. I yeah. saw this on Twitter. So, um, okay. so I want to give credit to the person who put it out there. But. Hell yeah, let's get Dutch back, baby. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. that would be a cool interest. But I'm okay if it's Mike Barnes too. But, you know, when, when I read that about Dutch, I'm like, oh, yeah. Because yeah, we never got Dutch's last name, right? So what if it's Dutch, nope. Dutch Nichols? Dutch Nichols, right? Yeah, that's true that. So. <laughs> Dutch so, Nichols. Yeah. I like that, so, brother. Yeah, so I just wanted to add that little conspiracy theory there that I... That oh, I found. Yeah. You see what happens when we get infiltrated by, by social media, man. All right, brother. So my favorite scene, you know, the first one that I'm going to talk about, man, is Miguel and Johnny going to the high school. So they go to the athletic fields. They're going to recruit girls, baby. And that's where I like that song. Girls, 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 right? Motley Crue, right? Motley Crue, baby. So uh, they're playing that song. And so I, I love this, man. Miguel's like, uh, Sensei, are you going to be able to do this? He's like, hey, look, when I went to high school, the only thing I was better at than karate talking to chicks so again i love johnny's confidence man and johnny's just badass he kills it in the scene man so we show like it's a quick you know montage of him just trying to recruit girls you sure you're gonna be able to convince him 
please. When I went to this school, the only thing I was better at than karate, and I was pretty good at karate, was talking to chicks. Watch and learn, Diaz. Watch and learn. Teen girls won. Gotta be under 18 or it's a no-go. No, not like that. Let me guess, posting photos on Facebook, you know what photos would look rad? Photo of you kicking someone in the face. Yeah, we meet out at the old Weber Industrial Warehouse. We're looking for badass chicks just like you. It's the abandoned factory, smack dab between the pipe supply and the burned down Chuck E. Cheese. Trust me, the chicks are gonna love this. Hey, hey, too much, too much, too much. You gotta get into every groove. It's about molding highlights to emphasize curvature. Hey, ladies. You know, with the track team, right, must be 18 or under or to no-go. And they just, like, look at him like, he's a freaking perv, man. And then the other part, hey, you posting pictures on Facebook? Come on, Johnny, that's old, brother. You know what I'm saying? And then the crazy part where he gives Miguel the baby oil. And he's like, all right, come on, you got to mold, you know, put it on there, right? Molding highlights to if, if emphasize curvature, man. So he's just crazy, man. Eagle fan karate, most bitchin' dojo. I love that with a stable of young dudes. And then he's talking to the girl. I love this part, right? She's like, I'm asexual. He's like, oh, he's, he's asexual too. Total stud. Check him out. So crazy, man. And then obviously, again, the connection, how it all wrap, you know, it all comes together. They see Moon, you know, so Miguel and Johnny go talk to Moon. And she's walking into the gym. She's like, yeah, we have to take our, our, our cheer practice inside because some perv was creeping on the track team. <laughs> I love that dude. Again, that I just, that's funny, just great yeah. writing, man. And so, yeah. and there it is, you know, it leads to this, you know, moon, you know, again, cause Miguel and Johnny are thinking, Hey, we can't find anybody. You know, Johnny's method of trying to recruit is not working. And, you know, moon gives them the, you know, the idea of, Hey, why don't you talk to Piper, you know? And so, and then they give, she gives Miguel and Johnny some pointers. So there we go. Kind of, you know, kind of setting up uh, what's happening again. I like what you said. The challenge, right? The challenge to find a female competitor. And now, okay, here's the opportunity. So did you have that scene as well? I did have that scene, but mainly more just because it was a funny scene. Yeah. Number one, yeah. you have this uh, adult middle-aged man, you know, walking a high school. <laughs> Coming to the high schools? Like Coming to high schools, booger. yeah. Like booger. like booger in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> just trying to recruit female students and... um Johnny being Johnny, man, didn't even probably doesn't even know what asexual means. For real. For real. <laughs> yeah. So it was just a, a humorous, funny scene. And of course, you got the good music from Motley Crue. So, out, baby. girls, girls, girls. <laughs> All right, brother. Take a see your next favorite scene. The next one I have is Amanda and Tori. This is where, you know, Tori goes to see Amanda. She basically asks for a favor, which I think is in the synopsis as well, you know. Uh, she wants to go back to school, but the principal told her, hey, in order for you to go back to school, the LaRussos have to sign off. And, you know, Amanda puts down some conditions, which, you know, you know, I'm surprised it even got that far based on the history of Sam and um, and Tori. She could have easily said no, you know, you know, um, after everything that you've done to my daughter, no, I'm not helping you. But you know, Amanda said, you know, just stay away from Sam and talk to someone, get some help, you know, somebody who isn't karate related. So for me, you know, Tori took Amanda's advice about asking for help back in episode four. And you know what, I'm going to commend both Amanda and Tori for being stand up and brave. They put their differences aside, man. 
for the greater good. And so I just thought that that was, that was a good scene you know, or, or a good, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just basically just, just a good scene, man. It they was, were, they were stand, stand up basically from both of their parts. Number one, Tori, you know, just having the nerve to go up to after everything she's done to Sam to go up and ask for help. For sure. The courage, from Amanda. the courage, you know, the courage, I, I, courage. I wrote this, Thank you. I wrote this last week, you know, it takes courage to have faith, man. So, you know, she's kind of feeling helpless again. We don't really know much of her situation. We know that her mother's sick, you know, so maybe cancer or something. And I think they probably said it in some other episode. So Tori's mom is sick. Right. And so now, you know, she has this aunt who's pretty much a leech, right? That's what she called her. Yep a leech and so she's trying to take the disability check so she's basically saying look when, when your mom dies right for for lack of a better term right kick the bucket yeah. you know what do you think they're gonna do you know her, your little brother who they haven't shown in the show i'm kind of surprised yeah. we'll see we'll see him maybe next season so her little brother you think they're gonna let you stay you know you're gonna let him stay with you you know you're a criminal this and that and so right there you know she's helpless and so for her to go to get help, I put growth, you know, and again, that's, I, I think that's my theme from season four, man, growth. Right. And again, we talked about that when we, you know, gave our initial reaction for season four. So Tori is showing growth. So yeah, like you said, you know, definitely deserves to be commended for that. She wants to give her life back on track. And I love this as, as simple as this is, because it is simple. She says this, look, whatever it takes, I'll do it. And sometimes, man, that's what it takes, bro. Whatever, yep. you know, whatever. You know, some people are very conditional now, you know, and, and in terms of, you know, I'll go after that goal as long as I have to do this. It's not whatever it takes. You know, oh, I'll make this work relationship work as long as, you know, these conditions are there. But what if the conditions aren't there? Are you still willing to do whatever it takes? And so yeah. that's, you know, when people succeed, when you're willing to do whatever it takes, man, you know, and whether it's waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning and consistently whether it's, you know, saying no to food that, you know, you like, right. You know, you have this goal to lose weight or whatever, and you have to be more disciplined. It, it's, it's these things doing whatever it takes to accomplish goals. And at that moment, Tori, you know, took the first step and went yep. to, to find Amanda. So that is stand up. And the fact that Amanda opened the door, you know, and, and was uh, followed through with it because then, then you have that, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. somebody I'll help you and then you go asking for help and they're like, what? I don't, I don't remember saying that. So, cause there are people like that, man, real shit. You know, no, there are people maybe, that are shitty yeah. like that. So, <laughs> but no doubt. I like that scene too, man. I had it down as well, man. So good deal. All right, brother. So next one, uh, I, I I'm just gonna, again, I'm not gonna, we don't, we don't, you know, go frame by frame, but I'm just going to talk about Dimitri and, and Hawk because again, that's, it's part of the story, right? And it's going to get to the end where, Again, I like what you said, but I want to go back to that. The challenge, you know, bring forth opportunities. So here we are. Basically, Dimitri is, you know, trying to get Hawk. Hawk is done with karate, right? Done. And one of the things that I wrote down that I love is what Dimitri said. He's like, who cares what they think? Because, again, it ties back to what I talked about on the last episode about his hair. Like, come on, dude, your hair. But we really get more of that, right? That he did tie his identity to his hair, you know, yep. what he does. And you can't do that, man. You can't live life trying to prove yourself to others because guess what if you live life trying to prove yourself to others you're always going to be disappointed 
You know why? Because not everybody's going to be on your side. You know, you may right. find somebody who's on your side for one moment and then the next moment they're not. So if you live your life trying to prove yourself to others, you're always going to be disappointed. The only person you have to prove yourself to is yourself. So, so there yeah. it is, man. So, yeah, that's why I wrote it down simply for that. I think Dimitri was being stand up. Of course, you know, there's there's some comedy you know, in that, you know, it's trying to be, you know, comedic about your Batman or you're the Hawk or whatever, but I didn't really write that down. Not, not my type of comedy, but did like that again. He's trying to help his friend out. So did right. you have that down as well? Actually, I did not have okay. that scene down, but I mean, I totally agree with everything you said. Yeah. Uh, Eli Hawk is basically feeling like a victim in a way, kind of like the world is over and like he can't ever reach the level he got. And but Dimitri, you know, is is just there to encourage him, man, to let him know that he's he's with him no matter what. So um, and I think I'm going to talk a little bit more on a on a future scene in this episode about okay. that. But um, but yeah, no, when he, go, when he goes, when he goes back and talks to him. Yeah. OK, exactly. cool. Yeah, because I was going to yeah. mention something about that. But yeah, we'll just talk about it when we get there. All right, brother, where are you taking us next? The next one I, I wrote down is this is uh, Johnny Miguel and Piper scene. <laughs> so Miguel and Johnny before approach Piper. No, this is when Piper. Oh, okay, when, when, when they go to the gym. My bad. Yeah, okay. When they go to the gym. Yes, yeah, okay. and and then of course uh, Johnny tells the or the dad or I think it's a dad. Yeah. To be honest, I don't even <laughs> know. But he's like, hey, which one's yours? And and Johnny points out Piper. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked for like tips. He said that uh, one, that one looks good. I'm still working on my approach. Good. I'm working on my approach, but yeah, do you have any tips and stuff like that? But basically, Miguel and Johnny approach Piper. They try to recruit her to join Eagle Fang. Okay, Sensei, do you remember what Moon told you? Yes, I will be awake. Yeah, no, 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 I'll be woke. Hey, Piper, I wanted to introduce you. This is uh, Sensei John Lawrence of Eagle Fang Karate. Let me tell you why my dojo is a perfect place for a modern young woman like yourself. We live in a world where you gotta be an alpha to survive. You're either a killer or you're dead meat. You gotta be a man. But at Eagle Fang, we confront that problematic phrase and make it empowering for all. We teach anyone who identifies as female to embrace their queenly strength and tear down the neo-masculine hierarchy to confront internalized sexism. Sounds inclusive, but what about non-binary and gender fluid? Yes, fluids are crucial. If you don't hydrate, it affects performance. <laughs> and he's funny. Well, actually, I have been meaning to join a dojo. I don't want to be the last person in the valley who doesn't know karate. Well, then today is your lucky day. Johnny has no idea what she's talking about. Fluids are crucial. Fluids like, are crucial, exactly. <laughs> so, um, basically, she said... Oh, go ahead. No, he said, say? if you don't hydrate, it affects performance. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And so Piper's kind of like, oh, okay, it sounds inclusive. So she agrees to join. And you know what? I just took down this scene mainly because this is Johnny, you know, kind of, you know, dropping some DNI. Yeah. You know, being being woke as the term, the current term is being, now. being awake. What do you say? I'll be awake. Yeah, I'll be awake. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I just had that term down just basically for Johnny standing out and and you know keeping up with the times. I guess you could yeah. say. Well, like, you know, it's more one of those things. But I had it down as well because again, it's funny. It's but funny it was, too. It's one yeah. of those things where he, he he did what he had to do, you know, to try to get Piper. So he memorized stuff because. Miguel was like, "How did did you do? You really know all those terms?" He's like, "What? Do I look like I pee sitting down?" <laughs> so Johnny's just Johnny's great, man. Again, another MVP performance. He's really saving this, you know, episode, you know, because 
again, uh, and we talked about this, you know, before we started recording about uh, what did we really think about this episode? But, you know, just Johnny in these episodes, he's killing it, man. He's bringing it again, brings the comedy. It's it's what we love about Cobra Kai, man. You know, it's what's the thing that really hooked us from the beginning. Just, you know, the way he is right. And the way he really doesn't give a shit, you know. And so he, he says some stuff that, again, may not be woke. You know what I'm saying? But that's just who Johnny is. So. Definitely love that scene, man. So at that point, man, did you think, okay, hey, she's in the bag, Piper's in. She's a she's a, she's a narc. Is she a eagle fang? Did you think she was? You know, remember in in, in real time, did you think she was in? In real time, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I actually thought, but you know what? Um, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because this was afterwards. I was thinking something that I saw on Twitter, but it was after. It okay. was after the fact. So but, in real time, yeah, I, I thought. And so in real time, I, I did too. And so I was trying to watch it, you know, the second time right now, you know, as we were, you know, preparing for this podcast. But what stood out this time was when the girls called for her. Hey, Piper, come check this out. And I noticed that box. And then I remember the box with. uh, So obviously when you're watching it the first time, you don't really think about that. But now when you look at, you know, you're looking at it more in depth, you're like, oh, shit, there's that box. And when did we see that box? When Silver opened that box because he's the marketer, he's the businessman, he's all about logos and presentations and stuff like that. So, and looking at it, watching it this time, I'm like, okay, yeah, and we should have saw it coming. But again, who's really looking at that the first time, right? You're just thinking, okay, dang, Piper's going to be Eagle Fang. All right, for sure. So my next favorite scene is, I just, I love this. It's it's Sam, Amanda, and, and Daniel. So Sam's pissed off. Um, that, you know, she basically feels that they're not listening to her. Right. And the yeah. reason being, I love, I love this. She said, look, dad, I like training with Johnny. So I just like that. Cause it kind of throws it in <laughs> Daniel's face. Right. And then, uh, you know, she's like, tells Amanda that, you know, you didn't, you didn't even ask me about what I thought about you helping Tori, you know, so a little selfish there, but yeah, you know, I can side with her a little bit because yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta have that open communication with your kids, man. So uh, Sam is pissed off basically at her parents, man. And then, you know, Daniel's kind of like, oh, yeah, Amanda's like, hey, well, thanks for your backup or whatever. You know, one of those little snide comments that, that wives will make yeah. to husbands, right? So, and Daniel's like, well, you know, hey, you know, maybe we haven't done it right or whatever. And, and why, why are you helping her, right? So Daniel's kind of like, why are you helping her, right? And so Amanda, right, self-discloses. Self-discloses what she did, that she was arrested, uh, that she had a baseball bat to the, a math tutor's car, with her in it, I'm like, damn, yeah. dude, you know, know I'm remembering, right? right? And it's because that math tutor was having an affair with her dad. And I was like, wow, so okay, you know? And so Daniel's like, well, you never told me this, you know? And she's like, well, it's not a first date story or an any date story, you know? Now, if I was Daniel, I'm like, but baby, I'm your husband, right? You want to know all about, about your spouse or whatever. But yeah, I, I like that, man, because again, I guess we see more of Amanda. She's, she's more human, right? Again, we yeah. always talk about this, man, about the power of transparency, the power of, you know, just saying, Hey, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, I, I did some stuff. I did some shit. I got in trouble or whatever. And so now we know why Amanda's willing to help Tori. And so I love this part too. She's like, look, I want to change the pattern. I like that. I really do. And she's like, because again, Daniel's like, well, you know, why do you want to help her? Look, you'll never know if you don't try. You know, Tori's been hearing this story, this story, right? She's been hearing, she's not good. She's this, she's that. So I want to try to change that pattern. I want to change the pattern because if I change the pattern, I can change the course 
Love that, man. Amanda brought it there. So I'm going to say that again, man. You want to change the course of your life, you got to change the patterns of your life. And sometimes that's the way you think. Sometimes that's the actions that you do. Because, man, like the only way you can change your course of your life is if you change the things that you do. Bam. Mic drop, baby. No. Anyways, <laughs> what do you got with that? <laughs> no, I definitely had that scene, too, as well. And uh, I think Amanda stood out. For sure. Uh, for sure. In this scene, uh, we got a little backstory on her, yeah. you know, about what happened. Um, she sees some of herself in Tori in a way. And I love her line. It, it's similar to what you're saying. But what I wrote down is she said, sometimes we need a wake up call to change course. And, and that just, you know, that just stood out for me right there. You know what I mean? Like this is Tori's wake up call. Like, Hey, right now with everything going on with what you have, with everything that has happened to you, this is your wake up call. And it's time for you to change course for the better. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought that that was a great line. And, you know, like you said, Amanda mic drop right there. Yeah, for so. sure, man. Definitely. And, I, and I'm going to stick with your theme, brother. You know, challenges, you know, bring forth opportunities. So obviously Tori's face faced with a challenge as well. So that challenge is a wake up call. You know, sometimes, you know, you can either see as a challenge as something that's going to keep you down or you can see as a challenge as something that's going to right make you rise up, you know, make you search from within. You know what I'm saying? And, and at that point, you know, that's what Tori did. She she decided to you know search from within and 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 have some courage and go ask for help. So definitely, man, love that scene. Yeah. All right, brother, where are you taking us next? The next one I got is it's a quick scene. Is it that <laughs> <It's>, one? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, Eli and Dimitri. And uh, back to Eli and Dimitri. And Dimitri is just being persistent, man. He's not gonna let Eli quit karate because he reminds him because of him he joined the jojo and uh, or he yeah he joined a dojo he's stronger more confident got the girl of his dream and then of course eli's not really phased by it and then he shows him the uh their binary brothers video um i know right it's kind of funny geeky shit, yeah. pretty geeky yeah you got a cat with laser yeah, eyes yeah. or something like that but um but then Dimitri just keeps on persisting, man. He's he's dropping some truth, and he's like, "Look, that mohawk doesn't define you, and Love he doesn't that. care." Yeah, he's like, he doesn't care if you're Eli Hawk or Cornelius, whether you're number one or number zero, man. This is just a scene where I thought Dimitri was like a true homeboy, man. No doubt. In, in the highs and lows, you're still the binary. You're still my binary brother, man. Yeah, that's so, what he said. That's who you are. You're my binary yeah, brother. You're my binary brother. And this is brother. what he said with the, he said, so are you a number one or are you a zero? Yeah. So it's basically saying, which, which one are you going to choose to be a number one or a zero? So, uh, yeah, but I don't know if, if I'm feeling jaded right now, you know, because obviously when we record, you know, we record based <laughs> off how we're feeling sometimes, right? But I was yeah. going to ask you this question. I'm like, why do you think he was so persistent? Because he does see him, you know, he are, he is a homeboy. He is a binary brother or because he's just trying to get somebody that he knows can help. So Miyagi, Miyagi Do can win the tournament. I think man, that's just know, my jadedness, man, but go ahead. I, I'm going to ask you that. <laughs> you know what? That's a very good perspective. Right? Now that, yeah. Now that you mention it, because I like, why is he, why is he worried so much, you know, but the, keep in mind, this is someone who broke his arm. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I can totally see the angle you're you're talking about right now, man. Like, <laughs> you know, it would be very convenient for hat to for 
Miyagi-Do to have uh, Eli yeah. at, uh, as a male competitor. So, I, I mean, I want to give the benefit of the doubt to the We will. And- we will because yeah. of the way he <laughs> broke it down about, you know, you're my binary brother. Basically helping him see that, hey, all that other stuff doesn't define you, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. All that stuff because, you know, we see Hawk. We hear Hawk. You say, like, yeah, man, I was an asshole. And look what that got me. He's like, I was an asshole to this person. I was an asshole to this person. And I was the most asshole to you. And he's talking to Dimitri. And even in spite of that, Dimitri's still there for him. And that's, man, that's how you know when someone loves you, bro. When when they, when you can mess up and they're still right there. They're still by your side. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, like you said, you mentioned this. Yeah, Hawk broke his arm, but Dimitri's still right there, you know, having his back and stuff. So, cool scene, man. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Even though it's a little geeky, but it's all good. <laughs> Hi, baby. My next service scene. I'm glad I get to talk about this one, man. So, uh, bam. I think I know where you're going. Uh, you I know where I'm know going, you're... baby. So, we go back into the convenience store. My boy, what's his name? Nestor? Nestor? Nestor, yeah. Nestor, baby. Or Jorge or, or Jorge. I don't know. <laughs> we just giving this dude some names. Yeah. Maybe it's Jorge Nestor. Anyways, man. So, they go in the convenience store and your favorite character, Robbie's walking in. But anyways, Daniel, <laughs> right? Daniel got motivated by his wife his wife motivated him motivated him about hey changing the course changing the pattern that's what he wants to do so you know robbie blows him off basically blah 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 right and then daniel starts talking shit about silver like look i know what happened it's the same thing that happened to me terry silver just stepped in and he won't stop there he's sick and twisted he's just talking shit about silver but you know what's badass when silver walks in and he punked LaRusso. That's what I wrote down. He punked LaRusso. He's like, you know, it's unethical to poach students. I love that, bro. I love that. So Robbie leaves, and then it's the it's the face-off, baby. And then Daniel's saying, you're not a sensei. You're a con man. Con but go man. ahead. Go ahead. You got something? No, I just, I, I just wanted to add something <laughs> that before he said he's unethical, I like what Silver said. He's not interested, Mr. LaRusso. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Silver, bro, brought it, right? And then I love this. This is badass. She's like, you're not a sensei. This is Daniel talking to him. You're not a sensei. You're a con, man. And he's like, Danny boy. He's like, I only brought out what was already inside. And then Daniel's still like, bullshit, you tortured me. Tortured you? Come on, Daniel. I didn't turn you into anything, Danny boy. I only brought out what was already inside. That's bullshit. You tortured me. (laughs) Please. You were a hothead. All I had to do was wind you up and get out of the way. And if you're being honest with yourself, you know you liked it. You were powerful, free. You just don't want to admit there's always been a little Cobra Kai in you. We'll settle this on the mat. And this is just badass. This is badass. Please. You were a hothead. All I had to do was wind you up and get out of the way. If you're being honest with yourself, you know you liked it. You were powerful, free. You just don't want to admit there's always been a little Cobra Kai in you. I love that shit, dude. That was badass, dude. And so, yeah, there it is. Hey, Silver, one point because... Daniel got punked, man. What do you got with that? Because I know you had that scene as well. Oh, yeah. I definitely had that scene. This was a great exchange, man. And Silver killed it. Like you said, totally punked Daniel. Yeah, totally. Uh, Yeah, he he was just dropping some truth. He's like, hey, I said some things, 
but you're responsible for your own actions. He did silver. Didn't make him do any of that. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and Daniel didn't even deny it. You know, he didn't say, nah, that's, you know, that's not true or whatever. And, uh, I just love it. And then a little part of me noticed something, and I don't know if you noticed this as well, but when Robbie got dismissed, he kind of looked back at Daniel with a look of like, Maybe not like, okay, I think you have some merit of what you're saying, but that that's just me. I could have just been, you nah, know, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice yeah, that. But, okay. but he just like looked back and he's like, kind of like, oh, like kind of, he made, made him think yeah, okay. in a way. But, um, but yeah, I totally love that scene and silver killed it in him, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, his, his, his exchange was just amazing. I like it. Yeah, and his delivery, yeah. bro. I think the delivery as well. You know? He's not interested, Mr. LaRouche. <laughs> Why is he calling him Mr. LaRouche? Because he's a badass, bro. I like this mind games, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's unethical. Yeah. Uh, it's vocabulary. Yeah, I love it, bro. <laughs> to, to poach students. Oh, man. All right, brother. One. Where are you taking this next? Next one I'm taking is uh, Eagle Fang. At the Eagle Fang Dojo. Piper's okay. late for training. Okay. And... um. So then they realize that she's joining Cobra Kai because Miguel tries to DM her on, I believe it's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny gets upset. He's like, I wasted, you know, he wasted his time learning, feminism. Learned, <laughs> learning feminism. And so he's basically again, back in panic mode, he's giving up, you know? And I like this about Miguel right here in the scene. Miguel reminds him, Hey, he was, I wasn't a champion. When you met me, you made me one. Mm-hmm. And you know, something, uh, or that you saw something in me that no one else did business and uh, yeah, definitely business. And he's like, you, we just have to think outside the box and we got to find <laughs> some, somebody else that you, we don't see. And this is just Miguel man displaying his leadership. And we've talked about this on, on other episodes in in some of the past seasons, Miguel's leadership, man, yeah. it stood out right here, man, for sure. And I like it because it kind of ties back into the theme that I've had. Is don't focus on the obstacle. Focus on getting around it. Okay, no doubt. Or finding a solution. So it, it was just, you know, I love it. Miguel stood out in in the scene. So yeah, for sure. That's I like, why I had that down. I like that one. I had it down as well. Um, I'll just add this, dude. Piper joined Cobra Kai, right? And to me, yeah. for this is what I put. It was all about the brand. People follow yep. the brand. It's like people. Have you heard those people? Uh, it's a meme, right? That goes around how. You know, all Cowboy fans are Laker fans. They're Yankee fans. They're Duke fans. You know what I'm saying? They're just mm-hmm. fans of the brand. You know, you've never yeah. been to New York, but you like the Yankees. Or you've never been to Dallas, but you like the Cowboys because people love the brand. And so that's what I put Piper joined Cobra Kai. You know, I doubt Silver recruited her. I doubt, you know, Silver came and talked to her. But it was about that brand, you know. And so, and so that's what I put, man. That sometimes, man, that's how people are, dude. They just... They chase the brand, right? So it's like, oh, I like it's like you know, fair weather fans, right? Like, oh, I love whoever the champion is now. You know, all of a sudden, you know, you're a USC fan or whatever, right? But it was all about the brand, so that's what I put. But yeah, definitely love Johnny for his comedic aspect with the big time, big waste of time. I even learned feminism, but I also <laughs> put that as well, man. Miguel, you know, love that Miguel told him that. Miguel said, "Hey, you saw something in me." So it's, again, it's it's bringing Johnny back to, hey, dude, this is what you did for me. 
focus on that. Don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you've done and what you do well. And it's something similar to what Carmen says, hey, this is who you are. So you need to focus on that. Focus on your strengths, basically, man. Right. Because if you focus on your weaknesses, that's all you're going to see, man. So speaking of Carmen, where's our baby at? Where's my baby at? We haven't seen her, man. Shoot, that's back to the writer's room, baby. Bring me some <laughs> Carmen scenes. All right, man. So next, man, I'm going to... You know what? I'm just going to go to it because I think there was some knowledge dropped in this one. So uh, Sam driving, driving to see Aisha. So we see Aisha back. And it's even if even if it's just for, you know, one episode. But Sam goes to see Aisha, Santa Barbara to the valley. I, I looked it up because she's like, I can't believe you drove this far. So from from the valley to Santa Barbara, it's about two hours. And, you know, L.A. traffic, which sucks. Remember that when right. we went last year? Yes. It sucks. And, do you know, this past weekend I was telling Axel, dude. Uh, we were in L.A. a year ago. Right, this yeah, past weekend. a year ago. Yeah, because yep. you know how we get the Facebook, you know, from you know from a year Flashbacks, ago, whatever. Yeah, memories. Yeah, so I saw that. I'm like, damn, we were in L.A. last year, brother. But anyways, man, so I love this, man. Uh, basically, just let me go straight to it. I should learn from her past experiences, right? And one of the things that she says is like, look, because Sam is basically asking for her advice. Like, hey, you know, yeah. Tori's wants to come back to school. What should I do? And Aisha said this, like, look, I learned from my past experiences. You know, I was bullied. But one of the things that I said that I wasn't going to let that cycle repeat again, changing the patterns. Now I'm seeing that. Right. Because a cycle is just a pattern. Right. Yeah. And so she said, look, I attacked the problem head on. I, I struck first. So she talked about this girl that was looking at her and she said, you know what? I'm just going to go up to her and say hi to her. And you know what happened with that? I made a bestie. You know, but she told Sam, you'll always be my OG bestie. But I love this. Right. So it wasn't her exact words, but this is what I wrote down. It's all about being proactive instead of reactive. And when you're proactive, you take you strike first, baby. You attack problems head on. You set the standard. You set the terms. And that's what you got to do, man. And so I love this, too, because it goes back to what we've been talking about with Sam, you know, just, you know, taking heed to Johnny's, you know, advice and lessons and so she's like, just like Johnny taught you, right? And she's like, yeah, Sensei Lawrence. You know, he changed lives, dude. So Johnny's changing yeah. lives, man. So I love it for that, man. And I love it for the wisdom, you know? Yeah, don't let the cycle repeat. Be proactive instead of reactive. Again, sometimes, man, we don't do stuff till we don't, we don't make changes until we have to react to them. But it's better to be proactive, you know? It's better to get ahead of it, man. So definitely love it for that. Did you have that, that scene down? I actually did not have that scene down, but um, yeah, you know what? Sam just taking matters into her own hands. And Which is going to help her out later on. Exactly. And it kind of goes back to what Amanda gave advice to talking for help. You know what I mean? And so she asked, you know, she couldn't talk to uh, Amanda and Daniel because, you know, they don't agree with what she was doing. They And basically they're not even taking her feelings into account at all. And so she went to somebody she could trust, which was Aisha. So Yeah. And Aisha gave her good advice, man. I mean, it she really did is, give man. Her you know, advice. just being 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 proactive, dude. And again, setting so you gotta set your own terms. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure. Yes. When we get to that scene. All right, brother, yeah. where are you taking us next? The next one I just wrote down and it, it's more comical <laughs> to yeah. be honest, is I put down the debate scene. Oh yeah. Love it. <laughs> this is quote unquote Johnny thinking outside the box. <laughs> and he, he arrives at, again at the school. I don't know how he gets just free access to the high school. <laughs> well, debate's probably one of the things where it's maybe it's open to the public or something. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he comes in with the plan. He tells uh, Miguel and Bert that, you know, he, 
he brings a bag and in that bag he's got like a wig and like a, what it looks like a feminine type of clothing and so his basically his plan is for mitch aka penis breath to yeah. dress up like a girl and fight in the in the girls division similar to the movie ladybugs which i don't know if you saw it with rodney danger i love it man yeah for sure yeah, did you? i mean uh, and love, Jonathan maybe, Brandis, maybe, maybe love it love it is too much of a strong word but i, I remember watching it you know <laughs> i remember watching it as well yeah i tried to I get my daughter it. to watch it because obviously oh, she plays you? soccer but i don't think she was really into it so rest in peace yeah. though rodney dangerfield and jonathan brandis man and jonathan yeah, brandis man. man gone yeah. too soon for sure and i and um so so i wrote that down and then of course we get the introduction of a new character in the it. season Devin lee and she totally you know shines because She's in the debate and she choke just on it. Walked, yeah, basically goes up to her, I guess, if you want to call it, opponent mm-hmm. and just rips the book. You want to know what I think about the death penalty? The death penalty. Yeah, exactly. And um, Johnny's eyes just light up like Christmas trees, man. And she just found because she's aggressive, you know, yeah. and she's tearing up the book. And Johnny's like, I just found the most badass girl in the valley. So, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I did want to ask you a question. Yeah. What were your initial thoughts when you uh when when you're watching it in real time about Devin Lee? Uh okay, let me let me talk about this real quick. Uh so Okay. So so again, Bert, you know, is thinking, oh, Johnny's coming in for debate. And he's like, I thought you said debate is for nerds. He's like, it is for nerds. That's why we're ditching it. <laughs> you know, Johnny yeah. says that. And then at the end, Bert, you know, when he sees Devin, right? Yeah. He's like, Bert's like, that's the girl. He's like, can it, Bert? <laughs> just can it, Bert? Like this yeah. shit. Just found the most badass girl in the valley. Uh, what was my initial reactions? She didn't really grow on. She didn't really uh, grow on me until the next episode, and you'll know why. I know you know why. But with this one, yeah, I mean, because we didn't see her fight. We just saw her, you know, stand up. Uh, I think I was just kind of like, okay, we'll, we'll see what she's going to, you know, bring to the table. But... And the next episode, she really brings yeah. it. But this one is kind of like, okay, she's she's cool. You know, she seems she seems like, you know, she's bringing it, you know what I'm saying, with regards yeah. to just uh, standing up for herself, you know, and, and standing up, you know, to whatever that guy was talking about with, with the death penalty. And obviously debate, that's what you got to do, right? You got to debate, you know, your your side is better than the other person's side. So what did you think of her? I didn't know what to think of her. I was just like, okay, it's a new character. Yeah. But in when watching the next episode, you know, I fell in love with her quick. Exactly. Exactly. For sure, brother. All right, man. So it's my turn? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. All right, so let's go to this one. Meet, 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 meet. That was weak. <laughs> <laughs> so Dimitri, right? So Dan, Daniel LaRusso has his... Miyagi-Do people, you know, he's training them and he's training me, me, me. That's Dimitri, by the way, which I think is weak. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Daniel, again, is trying to build confidence within his students. But the real reason why I wrote this down is Eli. So it obviously worked. You know, Dimitri's persistence worked. Eli comes and he is now Miyagi-Do. Now, i got to ask you a question. Why is he Miyagi-Do? It had to be because of his best friend, Dimitri. Dimitri made him realize, okay, you know, no matter what, you know, I'm, I'm your homeboy, I'm your friend, and I've been with you from day one. So he's been on that journey with him. And so he just wants to continue on the journey with him. Okay. So that's, that's what, that's what I believe. Sounds good. I'm going to just say my response to that because we're going to talk about it in another category. All right, brother. 
what do you got next? I think we're done, right? I think, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, the last, I think, yeah, the last scene, which I like. Well, yeah, the, the last scene is basically Tori, uh, Sam and Tori. Mm-hmm. You know, Tori goes back to back to school, and um, you know, some of the other students are just kind of looking at her, you know, giving her those eyes after everything that she did in the past, and then boom, right away. Sam confronts her, basically is aggressive and threatens her, basically saying, you know, that she's in control, that and if she even looks at her funny, she's going to kick her ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for the third, third time. After the third time, exactly. I heard you let me back in, Larissa. So I guess I, should... I don't know what kind of game you're playing, but I'm not scared of you. You're not in control here. I am. My parents might fall for your bullshit. But if you so much as look at me funny, I will kick your ass for a third time. I'm coming for you, bitch. And so I just put, you know what? She went Cobra Kai style on her, but she struck first. She struck first. Struck first. Yep. Stand her ground. Remember? Stand her ground. Yes. What we talked about last episode. Yes. But. I think, in a way, Sam misinterpreted Aisha's advice. I don't think Aisha was meaning for her to threaten her and be aggressive in her face, just to basically acknowledge that she's there, but maybe make amends just for the school, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. You know, Aisha probably meant it in a way where, like, hey, maybe you could be friends with this girl. But Sam's not looking at it like that. She's not. Right. Yeah. She's still pissed. You know, but so she took she took the advice of being proactive. Right. So before Tori can do anything from to me, I'm going to do something to her. So it's like, I'm not scared of you. You're not in control here. I am. My parents might fall for your bullshit. (laughs) I love that. But if you look (laughs) at me funny. Right. So, yeah, you know, she's being proactive. And I love this. She said, I set the terms. So it goes back to what I used to say. You got to set the terms, you know, so. Um, obviously Aisha probably meant, yeah, you know, Hey, you can be friends with her, but she's like, no, I'm not looking at it like that because this is how I'm looking at it. I'm coming for you, bitch. You know, that's what she said. So, uh, but I love it, man. Love that scene. Love, love Sam in it, man. That's, that's two for two with Sam, man. So, uh, definitely, man. Anything else with that? No, that was basically all I took down. I mean, yeah, it's just that, you know, Sam, you know, went Cobra Kai style and but I think she misinterpreted Aisha's advice yeah for sure so but yeah again you know you got to look at it as, as to why she did that you know where she's coming from and so that's what I'm thinking you know she's coming from that thing where like look we're, we're not friends but I'm not gonna let you think you got the best of me you know so right all right brother so what's uh here it is man you're running back scene baby which one would you rewatch? you go on YouTube and you just keep rewatching it Oh, I'm going to go with the Terry Silver Daniel at the convenience store, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. He just, uh, like, again, he's just kind of, like, toying with him and messing yeah. with him. And Daniel's just, like, doesn't even know how to take it, man. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. All right. I'm going to go with Johnny recruiting Johnny. At, at the athletic field, baby. You know, you got the good song, baby. You got girls, girls, girls. And Johnny in the, in the comedy, man. So I'm like... I like that, brother. All right, man. What's your uh, best quote, best dialogue exchange from this episode? Oh, man. I think I'm going to just go. I'm going to give Amanda credit and what she said um, when it's her and Daniel after um, Sam 
after her and after Sam got mad at them. Yeah. And what she said is that sometimes we need a wake up call yeah. to change course. Okay. I like that. All right. I'm going to go with Terry Silver, baby. All I had to do was wind you up and get out of the way. You? <laughs> if you're being honest with yourself, you know, you liked it. You were powerful <laughs> freak. You just don't want to admit there's always been a little Cobra Kai in you. I love that dude. Hell yeah. Yep. I love that exchange, brother. I love it. Love it. All right, man. Back to the writer's room. So again, we knew we had some changes, man. Uh, where would you go? You're the writer. What would you do differently with this episode? If I was the writer, the thing I would have done differently is going back to the committee rules. I would have taken, I would have taken away the Kata display and I would have replaced it with the Sensei's competition. Oh, similar to, did you ever watch the movie Sidekicks with Jonathan Brandis and Chuck Norris? I never did, man. You never did? I never did. Okay, well, that that was one of the competitions. It was, there was Kata, there was, I think, uh, Weapons, and there's actually four, I'm sorry, there was four. There was uh, Kata, Weapons, Brick Breaking, and Men's Competition. Okay which the senseis fought, which Chuck Norris fought some, uh, I forgot the guy's name. I think it was Stone. Oh, so the uh, senseis could fight? The Brother senseis could fight. Oh, that'd be cool. Yes. Heck yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would have done. That would have been better. Hell yeah. I like yeah. that. You could still keep the competition, but let the senseis have something, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I like that, brother. Me, man, is, I don't know. I think I have an issue with Hawk storyline. You know, uh, the hair, I get it. You know, you know, he was he felt like he was defined by that. But I guess more than anything with this one, why did he get away from Johnny, from Miguel? I get meat, right? Demetrius is homeboys, his best friend, binary brothers, but you know, Johnny's the only one that made him. You know, Cobra Kai made him into the tough guy that he is or was or whatever. So why did he choose Miyagi Do? So I think if I would have been the writers, I would have just had a scene where <sighs> Just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm choosing to go with Miyagi-Do because X, Y, Z. It just wasn't clear to me. And I guess I, I I want that because, like, hey, isn't Miguel your homeboy too? You know, right. don't you remember what Johnny did for you or something, you know? So uh, it kind of, I don't know. Again, this episode seems like there was just so much thrown in there, man, that it was kind of, you know, and it was full 30 minutes, so maybe they didn't want to go past it. But it just, it just seemed very unclear to me, man. So that's why I, w- I would do something differently with that. All right, brother, your CK3, man, your top three characters from this episode. Ooh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Johnny because he brought the comedy in this one. <laughs> For sure. And then um, I'm going to give it to uh, the other two. I'm going to go with Amanda and Tori, man, because of just their scenes together and what their characters put aside to move forward. If that makes sense. Okay. You know. All right. So I thought we were going to have the same three, but you got Johnny. You know, again, Johnny's just bringing it, man. Again, he really, to me, really made this episode with the comedy and stuff. And um, because, again, we'll, and we'll talk about this when we talk about the next category, the last category, the All Valleys. So Johnny for sure, Amanda for sure, and I'm going to give it to Sam. I just, I just love Sam. Sam's going back to back, baby. I had her in there, yeah. Yeah, Sam's I had her going in back there to too. back. So, yeah, so Johnny, Amanda, and Sam. All right, brother. This is what we do at the end, man. We rate it on the scale of zero all valleys to five all valleys. Where are you going, man? I'm actually going to do something that I've never done. I actually lowered my score after talking about it. And I oh. usually go up. Yeah, but go ahead, brother. Oh, man. Like you said, this one, uh, 
Yeah, I, th- I like I agree with what your assessment and what you were saying that um, it just felt like they try to cram in too many storylines. Yep. So um, I went three point five, and I may be generous. Oh <laughs> damn, that low. Okay, I I started with four, and then I was like three point seven five, and now I'm like three point five. It was just. It's a filler episode, like a bridge episode. Yeah. That's what I wrote. It's a bridge episode to take is where we, you know, essentially want to go. So, um, yeah, man. Yeah. It, it was just kind of one of those where you kind of had to, like, the momentum was going and then you kind of had to halt it to kind of fill in everything. And then it starts back up, if that makes sense. Yeah, dude. You know what, man? I'm thinking about this. And obviously, we're not at the end. We still got, you know, um, you know, four more episodes, right? Seven, eight, nine, and ten. I'm like, man, is he gonna change our opinion about season four? Because, like you said, I like what you just said right now. We had the momentum. I said episode five, Magic Point was was freaking amazing, and this one yeah. just like four and five were great. Man. Yeah, five was, um, you know, five. Like I said, was the fa- my favorite one of the mm-hmm. season, and this one is just like, man, what's up? And as I'm talking about it, like I say, I've never done this before. If anything, I, I go up, right? I'm like, oh shit, yeah. no, it's 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 better. But now it's like, dang, it's it's okay. And there's just too much going on, man. Too much going on. Yeah. And to be honest, we only got, what, two lines from Robbie. We only got, like, two lines from Crease. We haven't seen Carmen. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, where's, where's our people? Where's Cheyenne? No, I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, hey, you know, hey, listeners, you let us know. What do you think about this episode? For sure, you know, hit us up. Let us know, man. Did you or, Do you agree with us? You feel like it was kind of a filler episode, bridge episode. And if you do, hey, we'd love to hear from you. And and as we always say, we're thankful. We're thankful that you're tuning in, you know, to our show, Cobra Kai Never Dies Podcast. All right, Monty, you got something to say before we sign out for today? No, man, you know what is the only thing is, you know, what we normally say is I'm glad to be back, glad to be recording, glad to be watching the show and just thankful again, as always, to everyone you know, that listens to us and, you know, it's just, you know, it makes us all worth it. And we hope you continue to listen to us. <laughs> for sure. For sure. We can, cont- we, we are appreciative of your support. And so, yeah, just continue to share the podcast. If you're listening on Apple podcasts or Google podcasts, make sure you subscribe, rate and review the podcast as that helps us, right? The more, the more uh, stars we get, the more reviews we get, it helps us. So make sure you take some time to do that. If you're listening on Spotify, click that follow button. And as always, we are super thankful and we will be back next week covering episode number seven. But as for me and Jose, we're out of here, man. But Cobra Kai never dies. Never dies. All right, brother.